there. You are listening to the Girl Talk podcast brought to you by our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee. My name is Carol. And I'm Kelly. Hey, I'm Trisha. Why do the holidays bring out the worst in people? Why is that? It's the most joyful time of the year, right? The most wonderful time, <laughs> yeah. of, the most wonderful yeah. time of the year. In quotes. Right. Yeah. In I quotes. think stress right. and pressure, right? Stress yeah. and pressure, lots of sugar. Do you think, hmm, just a question to pose as we start out here, do you think it's expectations that mm. really kind of get us wonky from the beginning? That, yeah. Yes. <laughs> we watch yeah, too many yeah. Hallmark <laughs> Christmas movies and we have this idea yes. in, our, in our head that everybody's going to come around and bake cookies and agree on politics and religion and that's going to just... And then and to all a good night. <laughs> yeah. Say Broken it. Expectations. But here's the thing. I'm going to get like super okay. spiritual with it. All so right, go. forgive me ahead of time. No. But I think it is the perfect example of the world that we have a hunger inside of us for a savior, for Christmas, mm. for everything Christmas is, the anticipation of the second coming of Christ, right. of of Eden, a second mm-hmm. Eden. We have this longing in us for what we lost. Mm-hmm. And so we have this, it's the most wonderful time of the year expectation of Christmas. Yeah. And it is not that. It is not uh, bliss, the bliss that we had when we got kicked out of Eden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and we are reminded because, in our deep in our soul that we still are stuck in a broken world with broken people yeah and so our expectation is like totally crushed not just Mm. broken but crushed and i think all of us as humans were created with both of those things we are created with a longing for um what we lost Mm. in eden and we are we were created with the knowledge that we don't have it yet and so Christmas is an annual reminder of mm-hmm. all of those things rolled up into one. Ex- broken expectations. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about yeah. you, T? Well, I don't. I definitely agree with the expectations, and I, I'm sure that deep level that you're talking about is definitely playing. And I think, at least in some of my situations, it comes out in a uh, comparison issue. Mm-hmm. Like I mm. find uh, probably because I have the need for that rebirth and that saving, but. The, it comes out like, well, they got better gifts or I should be giving better gifts or I didn't get what I wanted. And, you know, all of these comparisons. Look at how nice her home looks decorated. Mm. I can't even have anybody over because our chairs are peeling. Mm. <laughs> you know, those sort of yeah. like comparison things. I think the holidays is one of those opportunities to really compare yourself to other people, their situations, their relationships, their material possessions which it shouldn't be, but yet somehow it is because we're all going through it together. So it's a perfect chance to compare because mm-hmm. it's yeah. not like a birthday or a, you know, a trip or a vacation. It's like we're all having this at the same time. So how are you doing it? Mm-hmm. And how is she doing it? And how am I doing it? And um, I think for me, at least, I have to be really careful not to compare my situation and my life and my stuff mm. with other people's. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's good. That's good. Um <sighs> I also think there is a relational pressure at Christmas and everybody brings baggage to it. Absolutely. So So everybody sees a holiday through their own uh, cloudy glasses. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Dirty filter. (laughs) And and the problem with that is that you don't know what my filter is. Mm -hmm. I don't know what your filter is. 
I don't know what your filter is. So we all mm-hmm. just come with our baggage and yeah. show up mm-hmm. and try to put it in the same closet. And there's only so much room in that closet and something's going to spill out before, you know, lunch gets started good. And so how do we navigate the holidays and these difficult relationships in a way that will honor God? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I think when we walk away from, you know, whatever it is, however you celebrate with your family, um, I think we all want to walk away with the feeling that you have been a light. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I think that's all of our desire. Yes. But we get in the emotional middle of that holiday yes. stuff and we lose sight of what the goal is and we long to be right and we long to say our piece and we long to, you know, do all the things mm-hmm. and somehow that ends up. Right. And sometimes we get those mixed up too with the yeah. being being the light is saying all the words that you need to say. This is my one opportunity to say all the things that need to be said yes. and be the light and show you hope and joy and I'm coming to this conversation with so much pressure of uh-huh. I got to say all the things and you know what's been on my mind lately and and just had that John chapter 1, you know, mm-hmm. we had a devotion out of that yesterday and but John chapter 1 talks about John the Baptist being he was not the light but he was point to the light. Maybe <laughs> if we look at it a little differently and say our job is not to be the light our job is point to the light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I think what happens is when we get in those conversations, we want to be the savior and we want to swoop in and tell everybody the thing that they're going to go, oh, my <laughs> life has changed now because you said that, right? That's me being a savior. Right. But it's totally different when we take the John the Baptist approach and say, we're going to point the way to the savior, mm-hmm. you know, and not point to us as being the authority on anything or the 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 ultimate you know but to point the way that that's been on my mind lately maybe that doesn't even apply to this i think it does but let's talk about how that looks in the middle of the kitchen when everybody's doling out the food or or, you know sitting around how how does that look what how do we do that because i want to do that like in my in my spirit i say yes yes to that i want to point to the light how do we do it in the relationships in the moments in the discussions i think for me I have to emotionally prepare for conversations and time with people who are difficult. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is that on the front end, before I ever get to the the event or the, the dinner or whatever it is, I have to fully prepare myself. Okay, you know, Mm -hmm. if you think about the past, you know, these things are going to come up one, two, three. Those are the things that are going to come up during the conversation. Like discussion topics discussion. or little conflicts. Yeah. And I honestly, and and I don't mean to sound, you said you were going to be super spiritual. I don't mean to sound super spiritual, but this is the only way I know how to do it. I really lay those before God and I go, yeah, I don't know what to say. Because evidently what I've said in the past is not the right thing to say <laughs> because it just makes things a lot worse. And so would you, number one, show me what my response needs to be. Mm. Show me how I answer it in a way that is not... Um, inflammatory you know that just makes everything worse and and just will not be a good witness for anybody will you show me how to do that and and I will say that that has helped it doesn't always take the emotional element out of because I tend to really let my emotions drive Mm -hmm. so I have to really prepare for those things you know you talk about putting all the full armor of God and Mm -hmm. those kind of things that's I think that's definitely a, a part of it 
But I, I think we've got to start thinking ahead to those situations and preparing ourselves emotionally and mentally and spiritually for those moments because it is hard for this old girl to shut her mouth. Mm-hmm. But God can shut my mouth mm-hmm. pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I don't go to him and say, would you just shut my mouth when I've said enough? Mm-hmm. Like, will you, will you just like. And sometimes it's better to say nothing. Yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> and I think that's, you know, one of the things just getting prepared to for the holidays is to not, um, to, to realize that you don't have to take on all the obligations that you think you might have to take on. Mm. Just because you're having a extended family Christmas party doesn't mean you have to show up. If those conversations are going to get to a place where they are not going to uh, be God honoring, yeah. um, you don't have to show up. And then if you do show up, you don't have to... St- Take part in every conversation. You can walk away from it. Right, right. Were you going to answer? I was going to ask. When you say show up, you mean physically show up yeah. or emotional? Yeah. Okay, physically like you're show up. You don't have to come if it's right. going to be mm-hmm. problematic. But I okay. will also say this: you do not have to engage. Yeah, right. that's yeah, both of those. Because mm-hmm. my okay. emotions will, if if I don't prepare ahead of time and know, like, okay, this is going to come up, yeah. and that's going to be said, and and are what's your choice going to be? Because we do have a choice. And in counseling, many years ago, my counselor was like, you don't have to engage in that. Like, mm-hmm. you, you don't have to play. Mm-hmm. You can smile and nod and that be it. Right. That's something I'm learning, too, because there's a tendency in me. Uh, it's just probably having been born as being a performer, wanting to be like in the discussions, yeah. in the center mm-hmm. of yeah. attention. And it's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. But God's been calling me to just be OK mm-hmm. with the discussions going on around me, you don't have to engage in every single one. You don't have to sell a punchline. You don't have to be anything. You can, you're okay. You're loved. You're whole. You're okay sitting in that room with Jesus with you, mm-hmm. even if you're not mm-hmm. making a splash. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because it's when I try to do the things or be the center of attention or whatever, then, then problems can arise. But I will say this, because I, I think you and I are similar in mm-hmm. that. Yeah. When you when you're not performing and you're not doing what you've always done, yeah. people will come and say, "What's wrong with you?" Right, mm-hmm. right. And so, so we you feel do. like, okay, now I need to overcompensate. Right. Swing for, that pendulum. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And so I think you just have to be prepared for that. You know, I'm just listening. I'm just listening. Whatever I has to say, I just, you know, I just want to sit back and listen. And but I I struggle with that because when people show up yeah. and say, because it speaks to something deeper in me. Hey, you're not what I thought you were and that speaks to identity and that gets this whole other onion peeled where i'm like yep. exposed and vulnerable and then i feel like oh do 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 let me you know show up and do the circus mm-hmm. act you know mm-hmm. um so i think that's where preparation in front of yeah the event has to happen because yeah. i just can't do it by myself i can't mm-hmm. either like i just i i don't have it in me Mm-mm. and um <laughs> i i think there is a you know, we, we've, we've been back to the book Boundaries for a lot of episodes. We mentioned that book because I think it's so helpful. But I think it's okay for you to say, this is what I can do. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you drive your own car to the event. So drive your own car away from the event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Like yeah. you have permission yeah. to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I'd never felt that permission my whole life. And and I, in counseling was where <laughs> he was like, you can leave. I'm like, I can. <laughs> Like there's in no rule against that. You don't have to that? show up to begin with. Exactly. Well, no, that's true. Exactly. Yeah. I made that choice last year because yeah. it was in the middle of COVID, and uh-huh. I knew that 
there were going to be lots of conversations that, and in the middle of all kinds of other crises going on in our world, right. and the, the conversations at the family party were not going to be things I could participate in without getting emotionally mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. charged. Yeah. yeah. And so um, I chose to skip it. And, and how did that work? Oh, it was be- glorious. Wow. <laughs> Beautiful. Cool. I mean, I missed it. I missed seeing, I missed seeing the people and I probably will go this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but to take a break for a year and say, I'm not going to participate in this um, for my own mental health uh-huh. um, is good. And here's the other thing that I will say on the back end, because I am a people pleaser. I am a performer. And once I go to those difficult places with people, I need to have something planned to do after I leave there to refresh myself Mm -hmm. or I will spiral downward quicker than anything. Explain that. What kind of thing? So running or something? Going for a jog? Going Mm -hmm. for a jog, like reading a book, Uh like taking a nap, Uh which I hardly ever do just because or just being still or playing with my puppies or, you know, talking with a trusted friend. I can imagine having a cup of coffee. Yeah. all those, but but I have to prepare for that in, in advance because I am emotionally exhausted when I get yeah. through. Yeah, and I have to have some of those things in place because my nature is to withdraw and isolate, and that mm-hmm. is not good. Um, yeah. Now, if I withdraw for a time period to do something to refresh myself, a bubble bath that's or right, something right. like yeah. that, you know, that's okay. But even my kid knows now that I need recharge time. And so Mm -hmm. she'll be like, Mom, why don't you go for a run? (laughs) Like, you're really stressed out. You know, but she knows, she sees those because I'm not really good at noticing that Mm -hmm. myself. It's taken me 50 years now to kind of figure that out about myself. But planning something on the back end that you can feel refreshed and like, okay, I can re engage with life again. Mm -hmm. Um, Go ahead. Oh, I was, go No, no, no. I was just going to say, it's my turn to, to. Say, well, I'm not trying to be too spiritual, but <laughs> but I the only way I can do what we're talking about is if I literally feel like Jesus is with me. Mm. Now I know Jesus is always right, with right, me. Right, right, right. He never leaves me, but sometimes I kind of leave him in a sense. But if I can really connect and feel like he's literally there, like holding my hand. And sometimes I imagine the guy who plays chosen Jesus <laughs> because it's a face I can right. see. And I see him just like holding out his hand to me. And I'm like, okay, I'm coming. And just literally feeling like he is there. And he and he's the one who says, yeah, it might be a good time to just, you know, take a little walk or yeah. get a little air. Or, you know, go with me. We're going to, you know, take a little break. Yeah. And that that's, that's awesome. how I can do that. And not feel like I'm just running away. Put yourself in timeout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, please. Carol, yeah. you need to go sit in the corner for ten minutes. Yes. You know, and and yeah, and I'm not playing well with others. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And I, I think all these things, you know, we we joke about, but they really are good, solid yeah. strategies um, when yeah. it comes to dealing with difficult conversations. And you know, some of it may be, um, I, I don't know about. You guys, but a ton of my emotions come out to play during the holidays because of grief. And everybody grieves in such different ways. Um, That is well said. And and you don't necessarily know how that other person's dealing with grief. And so it's just, you just, I'm just, I'm, I'm with you, Tricia. I don't know any other way to do it and to be present and be what I need to be, um, 
as far as pointing people to the light without doing that because it, the holidays just, I mean, am I allowed to say this? They stink for me right now. You know, sure. they they just do. And it's that's all because of my stuff. You know, mm-hmm. that doesn't even have anything to do with difficult people or conversations mm-hmm. or any of that. Um, it's just a hard time of year. Yeah. And um, I think anytime you, you run into the holidays, I think another thing that would be helpful is to understand that you do not know the reason I went, went for it with the grief is because you don't know how what that other person is dealing with either. Of course. So I true. think we're all dealing with a measure of grief over the things that we lost during COVID. Sure. Whether that be, you know, friends or family members or the loss of freedom that we felt like yeah. we had yeah. and and to be engaged with people and to feel comfortable around people again. That's just now starting to come back a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we all grieved something during that time. So I think it's also helpful for me to think I don't know what that other person's going through. I'm going to yes. believe the best. Yes. Because, and sometimes that's hard for me because you, especially when you deal with somebody with a track record with you, you know, I'm going to choose to believe the best. Mm-hmm. And I really try to go there. Yeah. Well, and I think the thing to remember too is uh, you have to remember the grace and mercy that you've been given mm-hmm. so that you can give the grace and mercy to other people. Right. Because there are going to be those people who we have track records with yep. that. We have to give grace and mercy to yeah. over and over and over again. And then we have to be reminded of the grace and mercy that has been given to us yes. over, over and over, over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So and true. if we go in with that reminder, it's easier to see someone not for the track record, but for the um, the grace. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. Anybody else have anything to add to the conversation? Pray up, spend Pray time up. with God, yeah. figure out strategies that you can, you know, remove yourself from the situation, go for a walk, mm-hmm. plan on the back end, armor up. And remember the reason for the season. Absolutely. You know, yeah. get into That's a really true. good Advent devotional. And mm-hmm. if you can keep That's your head focused on that this is about Jesus mm-hmm. and yeah. not about you. Um, or the stuff. Or the stuff. That you have or don't have. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oof. All of that. Or the people around you. It's about, it really is about Jesus. Yeah. We'd love to be part of your prayer team if you've got a difficult mm-hmm. time coming up. Um, we know what that's like, and so we feel qualified to pray for you. There's nothing special about our prayers, but we're just praying girls, and we would love the opportunity to pray for you. So you're always welcome to email us, girltalk at thelightfm.org. You can get in touch on the Facebook page. We want to say a great big thank you to our friends at Fox Toyota who have been our cheerleaders Yay. this season, and we just are so grateful for you. They're in East Tennessee, and uh, we love Love them so much and appreciate their partnership and ministry. And we'll see you next time we gather around these microphones for the Girl Talk Podcast.